Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of My Dog Has Fleas. I'm your host, Rihanna, and today we are talking a little bit about uh, some common questions that I get, and I wanted to jump right into it. Uh, there are three very common questions that I usually get. Uh, the most recent one that I have, I had when I was with a client was, what happens when your puppy is sleeping uh, in their crate and then goes out for a potty mid you know, midnight, um, and wants to jump into the bed with you. And my answer to this was, this is really like a personal preference kind of answer. So if you're okay with your dog jumping into bed with you after, um, and you don't mind your dog sleeping in your bed, I think that's fine as long as they've pottied. Uh, it's just something that I would watch thinking about what I went through with Amelia. When I got Amelia, she was four months old and I really didn't know anything about her. I had set up a crate for her in my bedroom and we were crating her at nighttime and then she was waking up around like 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning and she was going out to pee, but then I noticed that she was also running back to the bed and beating me to the bed before I even got upstairs and she ended up sleeping in the bed. And something that I would watch is if your dog is starting to push this time back. So if you were suddenly sleeping and your dog was waking up at 4.30 or 5 o'clock and then suddenly they started to wake up around 4, 3.30, 3 o'clock, and then suddenly it was like they just did not want to go into their crate at night and you wanted some of that kind of separation, I would just watch to see if your puppies are outsmarting you and saying, I'm going to hit my bed before they do, and I'm going to give them a real hard time. Um, so if this is something that you're okay with, so in my case, I was okay with it with Amelia, and we only created her for a while, and then we started to sleep together um, when I had my first dog, Trina, I really knew nothing about dogs and I had her sleeping in my bed and she was like six weeks old. I had a basket next to the bed and she would sleep in there and then she would cry and I'd be like, oh no, and then I'd pick her up and I'd put her in my bed and while I was sleeping, I would like, you know, you'd sprawl out naturally, just kind of like kick my leg out to the side and then I'd swipe something wet on the bed and I realized, oh my God, this is pee. <laughs> and she was a smart dog. She would pee on one side of the bed and then she would walk over to the other side and go to bed on the dry side. And I was like, oh, great. So in the middle of the night, I was cleaning up pee and scrubbing the mattress, taking off the sheets and then like tossing the mattress. And um, it was, yeah, it was a whole situation. So I was like, uh, yeah. So I wouldn't recommend this with like young, young puppies, but I would definitely start with them in the crate. And then if they do potty and they had a successful potty and you are okay with them sleeping and they wanted to jump into bed with you, I would be like, that's fine. Something to keep in mind is like your sleep quality as well. Those memes that you see online, they are true where the dogs and the cats take over the bed and the humans like has the smallest little sliver of the bed that is legit how we sleep <laughs> so something to keep in mind but if you are okay with having your you know animal sleeping in their crate and then waking up part way through the night and then having a snooze with you I think that's totally fine if it's something that you're not okay with and you do want your dog to sleep in your crate you know for cultural reasons or you just you don't want your dog in your bed because maybe you think they're a little bit messy or whatnot um that's cool too. Uh, just know that you're going to have to work a little bit on this crating. So they go right back in and then maybe your sleep is disrupted because you're going to have to do a bit of training at that hour. So, um, so, you know, training or practicing for the moment and not in the moment. But then in this case, I would say there would be a little bit of training on your part that you would need to do to kind of settle the puppy back down before you can, you know, go back to sleep and have your, your snooze until your alarm goes off. So I hope that answers that question. Um, it comes down to personal preference. I don't think there's a standard way of how your dogs need to sleep, um, whether you prefer the crate or you prefer them in their bed uh, or your bed. Um, it's just up to you and how you kind of want to handle that. Something where they're going back into the crate, 
you might have to do a little bit of work on your part. Second question is puppies wanting to meet everyone on walks. They're so social. What do I do? So this is such a nice question because like we want social puppies. We want dogs who are outgoing. It's a really good sign of a nice social puppy, but it can be a little bit too much when they start to wander off and meet everybody and even people who are crossing the street and like, oh no, I don't want to meet that dog. Then you just look embarrassed. Uh, So what I would say is before, you know, you see your dog kind of zoning in on them, the puppy, there are behaviors and tells that let you know that the puppy is about to like say hello to these people. Before that happens is when you want to start working on it. And what I would do is I would start just, you know, treating the puppy or engaging your puppy at the moment that they start to see people. Um, And not a distraction. Uh, The way that I would do it with treats is they see the person and you either mark it, click it, um, and then follow up with a treat. So what you're doing is you're just teaching them that I would like you to look, but we're not going to go further. Um, But engage them. So don't confront them. Uh, A lot of times people we wait till the dog does something and then we're like, oh my God, I didn't like what they did. Uh, Well, if we don't like what they did, then we need to work on it before it actually happens. So we know that it's going to happen. Our puppy is social. They've met a few people on the walks and now they're veering off course and they're, you know, they're zoning in on somebody else. You know, it's going to happen. So let's work on that. Let's work on that before it becomes an issue, before they start wandering over. That's a really quick answer. There's a little bit more in depth to it, but the main piece of the puzzle is to engage your dog before they start to kind of wander off. So use your redirect sound, do some find it's on the ground, do something like that. Um, And you want to treat away from the person. Hopefully the puppy starts to learn after enough repetitions that they're just going to watch humans pass by and, you know, accept some treats from you, but they're just going to keep going. So they're a distraction. It's not a sin. We can look at them, but we're not going to walk over. Third question is my puppy jumps on people when they come into the home. How do I work on that? A lot of times we give our puppies free reign and they're so cute and cuddly and it starts from the very beginning. They're so small and they're so sweet and we just hand them to people. We, we want that. We want them to be excited and go and like check people out and do all of that. But as they grow, they get bigger and then that excitement turns into jumping and it doesn't look good. So um, my advice for this is to manage their access to the people. So there are a few things that we can do. First thing is definitely managing the access because when they're jumping on the people already, we've already lost them. So let's put them on a leash, get them on their collar, on their harness, put them on a leash, um, and then you know move them around the home and just watch people as they come in and they go. And when things start to settle, um, you know some time has passed and every dog is going to be different, then you can have them go over and say hello, or the person can come over and say hello to them. Um, It's important that people do not give the puppy or the dog any type of uh, reinforcement or attention in the moments when they are acting all psycho. Um, Not that they're psycho. I personally like it. This is not a problem for me. I love it. Uh, Teaching your dog to pick up a toy is also another option. So putting something in their mouth and kind of, you know, waddling around the house with it, that keeps them busy and their mouths are happy and they're not, or they're less likely to jump on people. So that's another way that we can do that. The other thing is to put up a barrier and have the dog on the other side and then do the same, kind of wait for some time to pass. And when time has passed, people can kind of like walk by, walk over, say hello to the puppy, but you have something in between so the dog is not jumping. Um, And I think the other thing is, get low. So like I usually get low to the ground when I'm meeting dogs because it stops them from jumping on me. The other thing to do is to teach them a really nice go say hi behavior and have them target to somebody's hand or uh, shoes or something like that when people come over. So they wait for the cue and they go over and they say hello and they're touching the person's hands naturally because people put their hands out and the dog's getting pets and that's reinforcing enough. 
So hopefully these tips kind of help you out with your puppy and in your training journey. Um, ooh, training journey, look at that. Um, I'm gonna touch on that in a second. Uh, but I will go more in depth into these types of things, but these are just some tips um, to kind of help you and steer you kind of in the right direction on how to handle some of these situations. Um, but let's just go back to that word training. So it's a long weekend and everybody's got things going on. It's like the last official, um, well, it is the last weekend for the summer. Summer ends, um, you know, mid-September. And um, I want to know what people are doing. Are you guys going out with your dogs? Are you doing training with your dogs? And I want to change that word training to maybe something else that's more enjoyable, um, like practice or exercise, because training sounds like work, and work can sometimes not be enjoyable. So how can we change that to enhance your relationship with your dog? So, you know, you're always kind of engaged and you're working on, on things that you want to work on, because behavior will strengthen as you continue to work on it. It's not a one and done kind of deal. So it is technically a training journey, but I would like you to think of it not as work, but something that you know you can do with your dog as an activity. Anyways, I digress. That's today's podcast. It's just a quick Q&A on some of the common questions that I get. There will be more. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and until next time, happy training. <laughs>